Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 57, and we have three big books uh, tonight. Uh, this is the new comic book day show, the Wednesday show. And, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pretty crazy deal with uh, these three are bigger, bigger books. We had some others. I mean, it's this is the first time I think we're not going to have Spider-Man on a Wednesday show when it comes out, right? Because that came out as well, correct? Yeah, I, it did. Yeah, yeah. So, but we have. I think we made the right choice. Yeah, I, I haven't I read it get yet. Around to reading yeah, it I haven't is. read that yet either. I, I've I'm only just, read I these didn't three. I'm just guessing. You're guessing. Well, here's <laughs> yeah. the thing: that the, these three books, two of them, I really, really like, and we're going to be talking Invaders, Daredevil, Fantastic Four. One kind of it didn't confuse me. I thought it was a little lackluster, but we'll have to guess which one that is. But before we get to that, uh, we are on Twitter at WS. Uh, Marvel Comics. We also have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, and we have an email at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com, and I'll just throw it out there. Uh, the beginning of next month coming up, we do have a Patreon account where you can support us for this podcast, the DC one, everything else, and if you go and look at the levels at the, what is it, patreon.com slash weirdscience, yeah. there's a yep. bunch of other shows you can get involved with as well. Names are hard. Yeah, it's it's because we have the same branding for these podcasts, so every time I go to say it, I, I almost say the DC one every single time. We should have called yep. this like Marvel Happy Hour or something like that. That would have been cool, right? Marvel Supercade. Uh, but yeah, we have three books here. Like I said, Invaders, Daredevil, and Fantastic Four. We're going to start with Invaders, and, and if you are guessing which one that was a little bit lackluster to me it's not going to be this first one i'm really really enjoying invaders that first issue i like more and more i read it i think three or four times every time i read it i thought it was even better uh i don't think that this issue really demands to be read multiple times as much as that first one but there's some huge moments here and some things that we've been waiting for to kind of tie in and find out uh, what's going on yeah. with Namor yeah, especially. Because the story's been like so scattered and, and spread out over multiple books that yeah. finally you're you're getting reveals that happen, I don't know, from like back in November, it yeah. seems like. So I, I did like that. And this is Invaders number two. It's written by Chip Zdarsky, art by Carlos Magno with Butch Geis, art by Alex Gimieres. And letters yes. by VCs Travis Lanham, and I'll just go. Uh, Captain America and Bucky Barnes, Namor the Submariner, the original Horn Human Torch, Jim Hammond, during the darkest hours of World War II. These four banded together as the invaders to battle the Axis powers to the death in the name of freedom. The war was a long time ago, but the invaders are still haunted by the ghosts of their past, perhaps none more than the morally ambiguous King Namor of Atlantis, who seems to be igniting a new global war between the surface world and the seas his people call home but why captain america is determined to get to the bottom of his former allies change of heart without violence and has brought bucky in on his mission jim hammond is following his own trail to the home at the home of randall and nay peterson and namor's longtime friends who have a photo of namor revealing that when he was believed to be wandering the world as amnesiac he was spending time with professor x of the not yet formed x-men and uh like i said there there's some big things in here not the biggest things like say you know what was up with Professor X and things yeah. that that seems to be a mystery that there. we're going to go through. But one of the biggest things that the three of us have talked about before, and even in Best Defense and all these other books, is how, how does Namor have powers that we've never <laughs> no. seen before? Where do you get a soup up from? And, and we see. We at least we don't know exact how, but we see 
who and where and why or whatever, it is yeah. from Hydro Man that we see that he gets that, you know, water kinesis type deal, almost like a Mara over at um, yep. D.C., and I really liked it. I really liked that thing. Now, a- as we go through, I've really, really enjoyed the flashbacks. And uh, when we go yeah. back to World War II, it almost makes me think uh, I could I could go for a whole just World War II Invaders book again, just written by Chip yeah. Zdarsky. It's, like, it's yeah. so good, right? And and here yeah. and and when you go back. You're really serving a couple of purposes here because number one, you're seeing a little infiltration by Bucky and Cap on a Nazi, you know, boat. Uh, that comes to play later when Bucky and, uh, Cap go down into Atlantis. But you're also continuing just the awesome deal of showing that Namor is a good guy. And Namor is a good guy who or really, used to be, yeah. you know, yeah, and really, <laughs> really cares for Cap. And, and, you know, these guys are not just comrades, friends, brothers, whatever. They're all those. And so it actually makes what's happening now, you know, a little heartbreaking. And they wondering, remain them sexy as selves over yeah. what? 80 years time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the classic Namor look, too. He's yeah. so cool. Uh, just walking but, around in his tidy whities Yeah, yeah, he likes, he's there. But, yeah, and it also sets up that uh, Cap hates the water. I, I yeah. like that, and I love I the explanation of him saying, like, I've been through just craziness since then. You would think that water would be kind of on the end of the list now. It's still – he hates – I do, too. I hate the ocean. I cannot yeah. stand it. I don't, I don't go in past my knees Yeah, or, I'm, I'm telling I can't you, see the bottom. If I, if I was on a <laughs> boat like this, like say I was in the Navy, and, you know, in the Navy you sing a lot, right? Isn't that what you do on the yeah. boats in the Navy? You sing and you dance sing and swab the, the deck. And you, and I would you swab the deck. You swab the deck. That's all I know. I yeah. know for a fact. Singing like a, clean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. A lot of people uh, would guess, like, eh, even wrong turn. Today was talking about he wants to go deep blue fishing uh, <laughs> for his uh, his uh, wedding, for his bachelor party, which also he wants to include skiing, going to oh. New York, and then also going <laughs> to Atlantic City. He, he doesn't have any concept of space and time, but he no. said... Oh, I, I, I want to go deep blue fishing, but I can't because I'll get sick. And that's one of the things that a lot of people say about, you know, I couldn't be in the Navy. I can't go on, but I'll get seasick. I, I don't know that that would happen to me. I know for a fact, and this would be the worst. They, I, they would hate me. I, I would freak out in the middle of the ocean because I get this crazy idea of like, start thinking of what could happen if I fell off the boat or fell off the yeah. ship and stuff like that. And I, I think I would. I, I would have a breakdown and wouldn't be it's able to like deal with it. almost like you watch too many movies, but you don't you know yeah, what I'm yeah, I don't. that's the thing i just the idea of how vast the ocean is and how deep oh, yeah. and whatever and if you fall head. like a, i don't think i could go on a cruise because I, I understand that my wife gets inside her own head all the time yeah that's what would happen <laughs> i'm telling you do you ever hear on it's brandon's way do you ever hear of that they have that uh idea that a lot of people want to commit suicide at the Niagara Falls and it's like the falls just overtake them and they just end up wanting to jump in. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. I think that's what would happen to me on a cruise ship. I just jump off even I though I don't get want that to. Way just looking at a toilet in the morning yes, when I wake up for work. I, I just too. want to just jump just in jump and just, in. just breathe. I said to Eric, <laughs> I said to Eric today, I got in the work and I said, you know what? I, I have not had a time where I've woken up in the morning and felt good about waking up and, and like <laughs> 10 years like i'm always miserable but yeah this whole thing of cap talking to water i'm 100 percent with him he, he does fall into the water and uh namor not only saves cap 
but just obliterates the Nazis. And yeah. and I like this whole idea as well throughout this when you're going through this whole issue. And, and it even was last issue. The idea of when they fought World War Two, it pretty much is the you know it's not the it's the perfect war though because you're fighting Nazis. Nazis yeah, are always bad. Clear cut bad guy. Yeah, there. they're yeah. bad. Yeah. They they are bad to the bone, as they say. And there's no ends ifs or buts. You just go. You you kill Nazis, you win. And I think that that's being played at here with the whole idea of Namor. And I I think that he is going to struggle a bit. He's definitely over the top. Definitely this Machin is his alter ego slash, yeah, you know, crutch, id, like his to, whatever. To edge him to that yeah, crazy. And, and just is, that's his craziness there. And is this a reminder? Is it a ghost that's actually talking to him? Is it because we also saw last issue when he was talking to Machen and the other guys were like, who the heck is he talking yeah. to? Because nobody was there. But I do think that that is the, okay, like the psych up version, like, okay, I got to get psyched up and hate everybody. Let me use Tommy to kind of do that. And he does that in this as well. But I, I do think that there is that kind of fine line that uh, Namor, I don't know that he wants to cross, especially with Cap. And even when he fights with Cap here and starts throwing shade at him and stuff when he's in this prison, it's the idea of, you know, it's the uh, the Avengers. And hey, Cap, and even even Steve's like, call me, you know, by my name. Yeah, Look Steve, at me. Yeah. And, and he doesn't really want to, it seems. But, you know, through this, you well, do see. Does. He, he's got like this sinestro look in his eyes almost you know like again yeah. he's taken yeah, over by something it's yeah. like Machen is almost possessing him at these points because yeah. he's the one that edges him to these ideas. Yeah. And and including going to the Petersons and pretty much murdering yeah. them. Uh, because we don't ever see that Machen when there's anybody, anybody really else. El- nope. like any of his own Atlantean yep. And nobody's ever talked to this Machen either. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in his mind, it seems. And, yeah, I bet uh, you that is true. And it's weird because if you remember at the at the first issue – like I said, there were some weird things. It did look like he was taking the body to the ocean and try, like resurrect. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on, what black magic he's done or if it's just completely in his mind. But it's weird because this Machen has gone from just a, you know, surface world human soldier to being what it looks like an Atlantean. But is that in his mind as well, trying to get yeah. him to, to evolve into that? Or, or wasn't he looking into like raising people from the dead? That's what I'm saying. At one point, we started joking because he was grabbing – it looked like he grabbed the body to put in the ocean. He was digging him up or getting him. Uh, But again, maybe it's one of those things that he wants to hate the surface world and Tommy was from the surface world. And the best way for him to make it click in his mind is in his mind make Tommy now be an Atlantean type deal so he can still go. But I I just – I really like it. Bucky ends up having a funny deal uh, back in World War II where he was going through this – Nazi boat because you know he's small and can get through the vents and that made me giggle but now he's doing the same thing in Atlantis and ends up going and figuring out a plan while Cap is captured yeah. and uh, he but does find de- it. Yeah, they're developing some human bomb. Yeah they have some hu- bomb that's just going to kill humans and I do like the idea that Chip Zdarsky also you know thinks ahead where there's not going to be a name or like the, the internet's not in Atlantis it seems you know they're not a, <laughs> so it goes old school almost winter soldier type deal where he has the little you know uh photo the little camera where he's snapping pictures and stuff like a spy guy and i I did like that um but yeah while this is going
going on, you do have Human Torch, the original Human Torch, uh, Hammond trying to figure out what's going on. Why was Namor with Xavier during this time when he was supposed to be an amnesiac? But you don't really get any answers for that yet. But the the tie into that may be dead because you have Namor going pretty much to go kill them, it seems. But we'll Here's see because – He wants to burn all the documents yeah, and everything yeah. they got too. Here's a thought that probably no one wants to hear. Yeah. Um, I just did get done reading a Return of Wolverine. Oh yeah. Persephone's satellite fell into the ocean, and she was that... developing a human bomb, basically, to kill everybody and then control them. We'll see. Maybe this ties in. Maybe, Maybe it ties in. It'd be a crazy tie-in. But yeah, because she can jump from people to people, couldn't she? Yeah. That's what they said yeah, in, yeah. in issue five. Because I didn't really know much about Persephone going into that whatsoever, and yeah, then yeah. reading that, it just fell flat. But I, I, another thing I don't think was talked about enough on this book, though, is the art. The backgrounds on this art is just crazy insane. Yeah, the yeah I love fish the art and uh, extra characters you get in the background, yep. and all the the bubbles during the fights and the dr- water droplets. Oh, it's awesome. When 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 Namor separates the water, and Captain realizes he's got Hydro Man's powers, it was just yep. just gorgeous. I, th- I thought I thought Tiger Shark got sliced in half, or at least uh, Orca. <laughs> Didn't one of them get sliced? I don't in remember. There I were swear, like five of one them, of them. And they only ever bring I, one I, or two I around. Swear I one of them got sliced in half. But yeah. with the combination of Avengers and the other books that have came around, Namor here, the Invaders, it, it gets it, hard it's, to remember. It's hard to remember. It is. Really it is, is hard. But but the like you said, the best. The art's awesome, and I, I even like the you know the flashback art in the World War II stuff is great, and I like the way. The yeah. color palette changes to to yeah. kind of show you that, even though you know. But I, I love that. But yeah, Cap gets captured. You you find out where he you know puts it in his mind. Hydro Man's powers have been taken. I even love that. By the end, Namor fights Cap and then just pretty much empties the ocean at that point and tells him to skedaddle. Uh, but at that point, I even like that. I love the idea that Namor just laughs and says. You think I'm going to let the surface world, uh, a, a human, have water powers? No, it's yeah. not going to happen. I <laughs> thought that was great. I thought that was really cool. And I do think that when he's writing this, Chip Zdarsky is getting like three or four like really clever things each issue and, and throwing yeah. it in where we don't see that a lot in a lot of the books that we talk about and, and review here or at DC. There's not one splash page in this whole no, book, it but just there is all plenty goes. of. Yeah. There's so many panels to each page, and then when there is like a the big reveal of the the uh, Atlantean army and the the reveal of Atlantis, yeah. it, it's it's just gorgeous. Yeah, you and know what I'll, I'll say? Too. I'll even ask you guys if you would agree. We Marvel, they it's no secret they have a ton of events, right? We have War of the Realms. Coming <laughs> out. DC has events and things like this. I mean, this. They're not this, really yeah. events, but. Well, this book feels like an event, and oh, it's not. Totally. It's a book. It feels and, this. And, it feels better than any event that I've read yeah. from DC in years, and yeah. what I've jumped on a Marvel. It actually and, uh, feels that got, big. The, the uh, what would be uh, C. C. Sabluski or whatever mm-hmm. his name. He's got to yeah. be. Uh, 
doing pretty good on juggling the the ropes here because yeah. I mean he's got this story's gotten sprinkled across a couple different yep. books yeah. before even, even the even best events stuff like that yep. it all led to this yeah it's Avengers uh, also and, and and they give you the the uh, asterisks telling what books are in yep, and everything yeah. too so yeah so I, I I'm telling you it feels like an event to me and you you, you guys might be shocked when I tell you my score <laughs> there's a hint uh, what would you give it Aaron uh, I'm gonna go with uh eight five with this one i think huh. 8.5 yep yeah I, i'm really thrilled and enjoying this book for sure how about you uh brandon yeah i would go eight five too i it's just a, actually a marvel title i look forward to uh lately and it, it wasn't one i anticipated even liking in any way shape or form so it, yeah. it's kind of a surprise for me and i enjoy it too I, uh, I just wish yeah. kind of everything that came before it was a little more streamlined. That's really yeah. my only complaint about uh, it. I'm telling you, I'm going nine five. And and if <laughs> we if we would have found out a little bit about Xavier in this, I, I yeah. might have I might have gone ten. I I really I sit here and I'm paging through it and I'm trying to find something that I really don't like about it and there's not much at all. Yeah. It, it's just <laughs> the really I, know, it's it just is. the really idea that it's a it. it's a second issue and just, we're I still liked building issue it. One better personally, so I, yeah. I just came in under issue one. That was the only reason for my score. Basically, I, I, <laughs> I also I also like. Uh, when uh, Namor shows up, that that bad butt shirt that he's wearing. He, I don't know who uh, got that shirt for him, but I, I like it. That crazy, I don't even know how you. It looks like the shirt that Tom Brady uh, wore, where he had that crazy oh, suit. Oh, I automatically hate I, it. I'm telling you, you have to look <laughs> at it. It's so crazy. He looks like Elvis almost with the suit, but I, I do like it. But we're gonna move on to the next book, and again, if you're keeping track. Uh, I like this one as well, which kind of does show my hand of the book that I was a little disappointed with. Uh, this is Daredevil. It is Daredevil number two. And if you remember, we really liked the first issue. So yeah. I was, I was excited. And I know that Aaron over there, uh, was a huge fan of that first issue, right? You, you really yep. enjoyed it. So that's why we put it on this. This is why this is on here instead of Spider-Man, because I know that you liked it. So it is Daredevil number Thank two. You. Yes. And <laughs> it is, and I'm, I'm trying to find the deal. It is again, written by Chip Zdarsky, art by Marco Cacchetto. Hey, sunny gal go on colors. I'm having problems tonight. No letters by BC's Clayton Cows. And I'll just say, back in Elle's kitchen after traumatic injury and off his game, Daredevil has seemingly killed a low-level crook. Charged with murder, Matt seeks a way to clear Daredevil's name. But with the arrival of Detective Cole North, the heat in Hell's kitchen is about to get higher. And, Such a bad name. Yeah, <laughs> Cole yeah North. it is. I, I actually thought of... Uh, Cole from the uh, what's it called video games? The uh, I can't even remember now. Oh, uh, it was Coltrane yeah. in uh, Gears of War. That, yeah, the minute I saw right. him and thought about him, it's, I'm like, oh, it's, it's I'm like a PlayStation, Cole, yeah. but I don't oh, know. Look at about you, Gears of War. Uh, but yeah, with this, this isn't exactly like you're getting more. It's a deli- like a deliberate pacing. It, it goes yeah. through this, and I think that it serves well, especially for me. I I've not read a lot of Daredevil books. And it's actually really getting me to ease yeah. into the Daredevil. I'll, I'll tell you where I, I kind of like it, just where you kind of stand as well. Just new to a Daredevil as as a comic character, having watched some of his Netflix stuff yeah. and his Ben Affleck movie. But uh, I've seen I, that. I, I just, <laughs> I didn't yeah, like you, that either. You liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it either. But I, I just kind of really like what's going on here and how that's you know it, it is set up slow. 
but it, it's interesting at the same time. Like you get his his whole cast and everything as as far yeah. as that goes, and it's a good introduction to him. While while giving you a mystery, you think you automatically know the answer to, but you question yourself the entire time. Like, well, yeah, Daredevil killed him, but he's almost convincing you the the same time he's trying to convince himself what's going on yeah. here. And I like that. Yeah, yeah, there's always that possibility that he didn't. Maybe he just yeah, got a boo-boo on his I'm head. I'm like, no, man, I, I'm pretty sure you did it, but you're, you're yeah. believing it strong enough that I'm starting to believe and it's, there, it's was funny, no, though. there was no blood. My hero doesn't kill. It's, it's funny, <laughs> though, the way it goes through here, though. It's almost as if Daredevil's just trying to convince himself the whole time. He's like, he well, is trying so saying. hard. He's convincing me. And he's, yeah, and, he's well, so here's the thing. Book. It's funny with it because I think that he's going with and, and he's almost pleading with us, the reader yeah. of I don't kill like that. That's yeah. his bit, big defense right there yeah. is I couldn't have killed because I don't kill. He even says to Foggy. I don't kill people. You know me. I didn't do it. Foggy doesn't believe him. And Foggy, I I do like uh, other things in this, too, as it goes, because I do think it's a slower-paced book. I I actually expected a little more of a faster pace here, and I think I like this better. And I do like the idea. I I liked when Matt's hiding in the shadows, and you know he's there, and Foggy's trying to get a hold of him, and you see his glowing eyes. I'm like, is he he trying to make him poop his pants or something when he jumps (laughs) out? But I like the idea that he's in his mind, he's like, yeah, he's going to tell me that I should turn myself in, that they'll let me keep the mask, and I love the way Chip Zdarsky does because Chip Zdarsky doesn't play around. That's exactly what Foggy says. And yeah. and because I'm jumping into this and I'm new to it, it actually gives me that, oh, yeah, that they're brothers. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? They've been together so long that they would know that. And I thought that that was done in a way that's, again, clever. Like, clever like the Invaders subtle. book, it's very subtle and clever that I am there figuring it out as I go, I'm not being, you know, told. I'm not being lectured. There's not one point. And again, there's a lot of books that I read that when you start out a thing and you get new characters and things like that, I feel as if I've, I've just clocked into work or I'm at no. uh, in a class with a teacher just lecturing me. There's no lecture here. There's nothing. There's not even like – and Chip Zdarsky is saying, I think, like, okay, you got to know who, you know, Kingpin is. I'm not going to sit there and tell you who Wilson Fisk is. You're going to have to do that on your own, but there's nothing here that's confusing, even if you didn't. Even if you didn't even know he, you know, Kingpin for, you know, from your elbow, it, it's, it works out so well. It, it's and, really and good. the addition of the new cop uh, yeah. Cole North. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a porn star. Cole Train. Yeah, Cole Train. That's what I'm with, calling. With, with the addition of him, and he's new to everybody, Yeah. so he has to get it explained a little bit, yes. too, which gives a newer reader something to yeah. latch onto themselves. Like, yeah, oh, this you have is a my point new of view. character yeah. that I can go from my point of view, yeah. And, 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 and it was just, it's just brilliant. It and really it is. is. I, I agree. And I think that there's a funny thing here because Chip Zdarsky's also playing around with this idea. Do you hate Cole? Do, because you should. No, I yeah. don't. I don't I, hate I him. I kind of do, but I don't know why. I don't. I, I, I actually <laughs> I like him, and I don't know why. That's the thing is because he seems like he is. Looks like a, Taz. A, well, especially. Yeah, he does. He looks a lot like Taz. <laughs> uh, I think that why I like him is because, yeah, he's there to bring down Daredevil, but. From what he knows, Daredevil ain't ain't that great right now, right? Yeah. So uh, so I when mean, he, he goes and and then brilliant, like like Aaron said, is to have him 
pretty much go and just stand up to to Kingpin and just like, you know, go right in, walk right in, not even wait, go right in, bust in, start saying things. And I think that even the way that Kingpin acts is like he has some respect for this guy. I mean, this guy is not a guy that you want to mess with, it it seems already. And I I think that's pretty cool uh, because, you know, he's going to be going against Daredevil. And, of course, we're going to be rooting for Daredevil and we're hoping he didn't kill anybody. But uh, by the end, it's crazy. But even even as it goes, you have Matt just struggling, trying to figure it out. And and I like the struggle he's having already of the idea of – I, I could, I, everything points to me killing a guy. He goes, mm-hmm. talks to this doctor who suddenly grows some balls out of nowhere. That was, I'm telling you, that was the only <laughs> thing that, that, it's the only thing that threw me off because at first he, he confronts this doctor and he's like, I can, I can smell his sweat. He's dead, but he's, nobody's lying. He's not lying about anything, but he's like, you know, he sweat. And then all of a sudden the guy just turns on and like, you did this man, you know, yelling. Well, I'm like, where I, did I, he get the balls? I, I give it, I give it his, uh, generation of balls from the perspective of he's been working on patients that Daredevil yeah. has sent into his yes. hospital many times, like he says in this, yeah, in and this it, issue. Yeah, I, I really like and, that part. And he knows that Daredevil isn't out there. Uh, hurting people. regular yeah. people and killing people. So it, from him noticing that I was Daredevil, that's where I gave the perspective yeah. of the balls. Well, I, I'm telling you, right before, though, the spelling out of, you know, he's terrified. I can smell yeah. the sweat. And then that goes to that. But I do love the fact that he even throws this thing in again, a clever thing of him saying, like, you know, everybody in the hospital knows, like, oh, here's a Daredevil patient. We know that you hurt, you're going to hurt the bad guys, but you never, like, you never bust a, a liver or a spleen. And he even says that later when he's fighting. Uh, and he, you know, as he's going, you should have been a doctor going off. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm telling you, he was terrified. And then all of a sudden he's pointing his finger and yelling. Uh, but yeah, with that, you, you have Matt struggling. And I like to see the struggle of someone who really hopes that he didn't kill someone. He can't, he can't prove it. He's trying to. He's trying to go through all this. And, and I do like also with the idea of Foggy wants him to like, listen, just lay off a little. You yeah. gotta take your costume I'm off. I'm almost like Let rooting this blow for him over. to not have killed somebody, but it's yeah. like, oh, just come to reality. Like, it looks like you did it, buddy. Yeah. But like I said, the way they play it off, it, he's making me think otherwise for and, some and, reason. And, and Foggy yeah. wants him to, you know, hang it up, hang it up for a little. And he, that's Matt's like, no, this is the time I need to be out yeah, there. When I have they to show this, that I'm I innocent. Need, yes, I need to show. I'm like, that is the worst plan I've ever heard. Of my, <laughs> you have been out of the game for a while anyway. Just hang it up for a couple of weeks. Figure this out. But he even goes to talk to the priest. He's not in. So the, the, uh, the nun there, the sisters there that he kind of talks to when she just says, you know, just go out and help people. Uh, but he does. He, he goes to the crime scene and you do see some other things, some setups as well where they're like, you know, I need heroes to know that I'm out there to do good. I want to see if it's somebody else. You see these villains gathering, things like that. Um, but he goes back to the crime scene of where that guy got killed. Probably the worst thing ever. I mean, he shows up <laughs> as Daredevil at the scene of the crime, yeah. and that's where uh, and Cole he's totally shows immersed up. in it, distracted yeah. to a point. Again, you know? it's very well played out, and this is where Cole comes. You, you end up with Daredevil trying to fight his way out of here, and just you figure that he's going to. You figure that he's going to knock a gun out of the hand, go up, you know, swing out. He, he gets shot. <laughs> he's down. He's shot yep. and down, and that's crazy. Especially like thinking. What's going to happen? Like, how is he going to get out of this now? He's at now? the feet of Cole North. 
Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I liked it. And again, I'll just say, like uh, Aaron said in the last issue, I love the art and this. And again, it's another one of those where it's just a lot of, you know, panels and things yep. and they all look good. It's not this. these books, these first two Chip Zdarsky books we're talking about, you're getting the bang for your buck. You are oh, not sure. being ripped the off. Art it's is so yeah, beautiful. It's, it is. And it's not one of those and you spelled it out. It's not one of those where every three pages is a full page spread where you can kind of go no you get a full get comic like five six panels yeah yeah it's, it's so good detailed yeah, uh, yeah. Very, very character driven stories that and, are yeah. oh, just focusing so on characters and, and i'm gonna have great. to tell brandon he's gonna have to change his ways with chip zadarsky because i <laughs> yeah, am as well. well no my theory just keeps holding true that when he's, he's not a joke book. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. not writing a which joke is funny book, because that's what he seemed good. to be known for for a while yeah. also i will point out too at one point you do have matt hanging out kind of scoping out kingpin and kingpin uh, then says as we see he, no. he has nothing to do with it. He actually says to his assistant, if I did, uh, you know, I'm a big guy, but I might jump up and click my heels and do yeah. a jig. Because I'd, I'd, I'd yell I'd it be, from the rooftop. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'd be I, I so don't, I don't happy. know if the comic is alluding that to that Owls, Owlsley is the yeah, one that Yeah, that's did what it, it looks but, like. I mean, or it, it, or it's is weird. that just more villains coming into play because he's weak? That's what I think. It's hinted at, but it's not giving you I think he's giving you a a hint. I I think that he's trying to uh, red herring you to think think that that is. But I think that Owsley is actually there like – this is the time to strike. Like, not only has he been out of the game, now he's back, and now he's wanted for murder. This will be the best. We can go exactly. in and, and kind of take out and, and stuff like that. So, I don't know if this is setting up. Could it possibly be setting up that, you know, Kingpin's going to kind of save Daredevil as this goes <laughs> on? Because, he, oh, he, know you know, he's not exactly, you know, he said, I didn't do this. And then you have all these other villains who might try to step in and do some things while Daredevil's being arrested. And you would think that if well, this be, just plays cool, out, he's just going to be thrown uh, in jail. Kingpin wants to help him almost because, like, if that's anyone's going to take him down, I'm going to take him down. No, that's I, what I'm, I'm saying. I hope we're gonna do what I couldn't. stays involved because I love the way Chip Zdarsky yeah, has been writing Yeah, Kingpin. I love it. Yeah. He is scary. Yeah, he is. <laughs> again. Oh. It's funny, too. You know what he gets is, uh, and again, I'm not a Kingpin fanatic or, or even know much, but reading this and some of the other stuff, even the first issue, what he gets is a lot of times with Kingpin to me, it, it's when he's not saying anything that's exactly. the most scary. He, like, he, you're waiting he, for him to flip out and he does the, it. The, the area yeah. to breathe, oh, the yeah. words to breathe. And it's that's, crazy. That's what he yeah. does. It, yeah. it, it, he's just a menacing man, and you feel it in the yeah. words. I, I mean, I, I this agree. cop is menacing, too. Cole North. Yeah. North Cole. He is. Whatever you Cole want to call North. him. <laughs> but he's more menacing. You even It even shows you at the beginning. He's boxing, and he's yeah. just ready. So he is a physically he imposing man. He's a very man. driven cop. And yeah, he, yeah. He's a very uh, 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 imposing guy. Yeah. But Kingpin is still, like, yeah, dwarfing him in that scene—it's yeah, just, yeah. just fantastic. But I like the two kind of, you know, going at it with each other and stuff like that. But Brandon, what would you give this? Yeah, I actually like this a little better than uh, Invader, so I'm going to give it a nine. Uh, the one thing I, I didn't like is sometimes the way the art is paneled is 
kind of makes me think it's a splash page, but it's not when I'm reading it digitally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is true. I was confused true. at a couple points, but other, I mean, that's just a me problem, I think. So it is uh, funny I, because I thought the same thing on my tablet, <laughs> and then I thought to myself, no, there's no splash pages here, yeah. so I just went with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I was the same way. I, I straightened it all out in my brain eventually, but um, I, I don't know. It's just a thing that bugged me a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I'm on board for kind of at least. You know, seeing where this Daredevil stuff goes, I I like the character enough, but never really got into his comics. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying my it. entry point, and I'm having a good time. Yeah, how about you, Iron? I'm at a nine five. I am in love Ow. with this book again. It yeah. is on fire for me. I, I'm I'm at a nine uh, again. Pretty much, I could even go nine four. I just wanted to be under Invaders because I <laughs> I liked Invaders more because that just feels huge. But I'm loving it. Uh, in two issues, it has now become Invaders and Daredevil become pretty much my two favorite books at at Marvel right now. And and it might just be because I'm excited at the you know it's a new girlfriend type thing yeah. that I'm excited <laughs> about. But I really I'm not let down. Your new girlfriend yes. is pretty. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Now we're going to go to the last book of the night. And it's a book that we have been getting excited about a little more yeah. of them from the beginning. Uh, again, I said one of the issues let me down a little. I think it was, the, I, I know it was this one. And it really isn't just the story. Or, it just seemed like a lot of things after these two books. And this is I the way that we're talking about them is the way that I read them when I was getting ready to record. And so after the first two books of pretty much me not having a lot to even find that I didn't like – this just felt like a lot of stuff thrown at me yeah. and a lot of things to just kind of get us to the ending. And, and we'll go with it. We'll see uh, if everybody agrees. But it is the Fantastic Four number seven, written by Dan Slott, art by Aaron Cooter and John Lucas, colors by Marte Garcia and Rachel Rosenberg, and letters by VCs. Joe Caramagna. And I'll put the long way to wedding of Ben Grimm and Alicia Masters came to abrupt then when a massive hologram of Doctor Doom appeared in the sky, announcing that Galactus had made landfall in Latveria, but that he alone would deal with the world eater. Reed stopped long enough uh, for Ben and Alicia to tie the knot. Then the team jetted off to Latveria to investigate. The moment they crossed the border, they were attacked by Victorious, a Latvarian patriot named Zora, who was granted cosmic power by Doom. She believes this was to allow her to serve as his herald but Doom's plan was twofold. He also used Victorious's power as a Lord of Galactus. But why has he brought the World Eater to Latveria? Well, we'll find out now. Let's discuss, as Brandon says. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, you get a little background. You get a little background that mentions the Mount Doom and things like that. I thought that that was okay. You see yeah, a little Doctor Doom do a lot there. For me. I actually. Uh, having kids, I thought, boy, I wouldn't give up my clothes for any of these kids in this house. I'm <laughs> it like, wouldn't do him any good. You um, wear I'm short. Yeah, that's day true, day too. Just imagine that guy there with Here's shorts, because short. that would be me. Thanks, also, Dad. I'm telling you, too, I'm not a guy who likes to go around without a shirt, so I'm keeping a shirt, too. So I have shorts and a shirt. I probably wouldn't even get that far. I would have died. I'd be dead anyway, but you do see this whole deal. And, and again, it, it it's not crucial. It really doesn't no. tie to it. It mentions the mountain. It mentions, you yeah, know, and it gives you Dr. Doom. setting a location, really. Yeah, and it, it gives you the whole deal of the sacrifice and that this is the sacrifice now that Doom would do for Latveria himself kind of deal. But motivation. Yeah, kind of. yeah. But it, it's kind of like, OK, you, you know, whatever. Dude, Doom's we go. comparisons are so over the top. I'm like, eh, that's not quite what you did yeah. there, Doom, but yeah. OK. <laughs> and now the, the thing that I have, though, is you have Galactus there, right? He's there. You have Doom. He's shouting out orders. Yeah, Victorious is in that bubble, is being siphoned. I really don't remember. Yeah, 
I don't have a connection to her. I remember her, but I, I yeah. really don't care about this Victoria. So she died right here. It would not be any skin off my back whatsoever. Um, and the idea of just this whole plan to me just kind of seemed like thrown out there and kind of like here, just you do like this, it was you do that. To unfold over more issues. And yeah, like because this keeps getting delayed, he's like, well, I, I'm going to wrap this story up in one issue and all Doom's plans are just going <laughs> to be, yeah. be unfolding here in, in one. And I'm like, Doom, what is your plan? Because you have plans and backup plans for, yeah. you know, he's just got plans on top of plans. And it, I don't know. It's just. Confusing to be confusing for what no Doom's reason. What Doom's plan is, is what Roxxon Chemicals was doing in Weapon H. <laughs> oh, Weapon H! You can't get through one podcast because it's Weapon H! Yeah, so then tell us Weapon then. Weapon H is really the center of Mor- the Marvel Universe. Yes. They took Morgan Le Fay and they were draining oh. her powers to use as a, a indefinite power battery yeah. for Earth. Yeah, and that's, that's so, basically all this ends up being at the end just like Weapon H, is that <laughs> Dr. Doom just wants a huge world, you know, the best world power source that's Galactus in Mount Doom. He's phasing yeah. into Mount uh, Doom. He, he, tri- he tricked Fantastic Four into yeah. believing that he was going to turn Galactus back into the life bringer instead of the yeah. life taker. Which uh, infuriated Brandon, he yeah. because you just got back to the like taker deal, <laughs> no, and then they're going to give that. About to throw my tablet across the but, room. But <laughs> even with that, you end up where you know you have uh, the big bang cannons come up, then you, you have no, Ben. Like, he's just throwing just, rocks. Oh, Johnny's oh. up trying to get the yeah. you know victorious, and all of this just to me just maybe it has been the delays that are doing it, but it's just like all right, well, what's going on? And then by the end. It just what a you know Galactus is facing into Mount Doom to be a power source, and I thought, oh well, well I I really didn't need all the rest of the stuff. I mean, really, he's now got a big battery. That that's all I got. That's kind of how I felt too. I mean, yeah, it, it's, there's it, it's there's some very lovely, very lovely art and colors. I like the art. The, yeah, the the battle scenes. I mean, everything seems to connect and work just right, but it's almost yeah, it's yeah, almost. I, Yeah, it's too convenient and too put in there. Also, the weird thing is, by the end, you do have, and I I think that maybe what I'm going to be mad at is the setup to get him out of. Now, because even like Sue, Sue gets sent off to kind of protect the the people, the Latvarians who are, you know, caught in the crossfire. And she's like, cam bots, of course Doom's broadcast. Well, we know he's broadcasting across. (laughs) Well, we've already seen that. You you guys got there. (laughs) And I think that's only there, like, there's a lot of forced setup because I think that that's only setup because by the end of of course, Doom says that they, you know, cross the border without his knowledge. He's going to try them for, tri- you know, doing all this. But they're on camera helping. I, I mean, you, you have Sue directly there saying she's on camera while she's helping the Latvarians. And you can only think that this camera, because before Doom was yelling and it was brought, you would think that he's broadcast ordering them around. I mean, where do you <laughs> no. get the idea that you can go and have a trial that they are, you know, and again, you do rule well, the land. You can do whatever. He's about to blatantly lie under oath, I think. Because yeah, but, it, the, but it's all on TV. Out six and, times and, and the, the issue. And they even have the idea where this isn't just broadcast in Latveria. You make a specific point that it is everywhere in the world. You have Swahili. You have them in Japan. You have all these deals. And it's just like, huh, you guys. And then you, you do go back to Arizona 
And you know, you have the funny deal with the kids, <laughs> the cake, yeah, and, and the kids are okay. The but here's you the know. problem: is it, it infuriates me a bit because I want more of the kids. They they were the one thing I that you were I enjoyed. Say you wanted the cake? <laughs> no, I did want the cake as well, Daddy. and that was funny. I'm telling you, it was funny with the cake. Like, don't you touch that cake? It reminded me of Homer. Yeah. Don't you eat that pie, Homer? The guy, uh, well, the guy thinks he's gonna die. Give him a piece of cake. Yeah, really. He wants that, and they're like, just save you know the deal, but. Uh, I want more of the kids and to yeah. go back there yeah. just to show that they are trying to make a teleportation device out of a truck. <laughs> and there's aliens that and it's spy so, on them. Yeah, and it's yeah, that was weird because they're I talking in their that. room and there's aliens outside the, the window. Yeah, that's I don't just know. Seating for I, yeah, I, I, something I, may, else. Maybe it's coming from uh, where they were hopping dimensions. It better yeah, not yeah. be that awful I would think character it is. from yeah. the first three issues. I, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt. Now this is the thing that upsets me though is because i want more of the kids right i i, I really do but i you want have them, enough kids jim i know but i want them <laughs> with the team i want them yeah. on the fantastic four i don't want somehow I that this seems to be so set powerful. up they like to keep them yeah, out of the store but i think that this so seems what you're to, saying is you want for uh slot to take a bendis moment and uh, yes. age up these kids a little no, bit so. no no <laughs> but i want them as kids i don't want them to be taken away so that in issues we have to jump back and forth between the kids and the fantastic four i want them all together i want them to be a part i you know even have fun with the idea that the press is starting to call the fantastic six and they don't like it because it doesn't go well or well, the branding and stuff in, like that in this I, have some age fun. of hashtags you, yeah. you're not gonna allow these kids to fight with you i mean no, there'd be I, such an Awful parents. You'd have yes, you'd know. have the child child services. Yeah, come but, well, from. yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Then don't have them in the book. I, I just I need <laughs> them to do I'm something <laughs> because I think. Well, I think that I'd rather have that than just constantly. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, Alicia, I, where are the kids? Oh, I'm gonna go check on them. Oh no, they did the old pillows under the blanket trick. Oh my uh, god, comic relief. And yeah, then two that's pages yeah. I, I don't need that. that. Yeah, yeah, and then and then I'm telling He's you, they're in the out some way to get yeah, them in yeah. there. Yeah, they're in the middle of doing the teleportation device. <laughs> Please just let Val do something. Yeah, and and again, if you want to set up nonsense, have them use that teleportation device, and something goes wrong, and they do end up somewhere where they can. But you know, this whole Ferris Bueller deal uh, with the the stuff there is is very odd, but. Yeah, I want more of them because I really do like them. And, and having the Fantastic Four back, I didn't get really a lot of any Fantastic Four, but the kids are something that kind of intrigued me and I, I would like a little more. But yeah, at the end, you basically just have Galactus with all this stuff. With Johnny, then Johnny ends up going power yep. cosmic uh, with his Nova Blast. He's supernovas. Uh, while this is going on, he's still, in my mind, the best thing, but even he kind of wasn't that great. This issue yeah. with Victorious, everything just seemed like like they were all. It, it's just kind of shouting catchphrases. Yeah, and it cliches. seemed like it was just but a rush to the end. Me, my and main it, problem with this book is is I think they tell he telegraphed it a little too much for Victorious. Yeah, where where she catches Johnny and. Because Johnny's supernova, he falls yep. all the sky. Yeah, she out. catches him, and she's like, "There, now I don't owe you anything, not one blessed thing." I'm like, "Well, oh, that's just a little, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. on the nose." Yeah, and then later on, when uh, Doom is like sending all the four away or getting them ready to sentence them to death, 
she's kind of in the, in the background, like my lord, like questioning a little bit, yeah. and he, yep. you know, still yeah, because she's falling but, for Johnny. I mean, yeah. everybody does. Exactly. That's what happens. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's gonna. Yeah, that's what happens. But again, he Galactus becomes a battery. That's all it is. Yeah. He's a battery. Boom. We'll see what goes on from that. I do like the art, and I, I love this art style for this. And and I'm telling you, when every Galactus panel. I think I, I don't it just I smile because it looks so cool. I, I love the way that he's drawn just the cartoony look and stuff like that of it, I think is great. Like even that part where he's yeah. he is trying to get the energy out of Victoria. So, yeah, you know, siphoning she's it young. through his mouth. Yeah, it uh, whenever so he was blowing purple like that, it was yeah. very so cool. good. And and just that that page there that I'm looking at it right now, having that purple then with Johnny's orange with him flame mm-hmm. on uh, is so cool. And the colors really do pop off of this, uh, you know, out of this deal, especially digitally. That's I the one thing. A lot of people, you know, oh, I don't like digital. I don't like digital. Boy, when when there's a book with colors like oh, this, yeah. it, it really, really pops. Oh. I really like it. I, I really do. I would have liked if if they would have shown uh, Galactus more, uh, like, transmuting into yeah, the I want too. That's what like I that. wanted I mean, too. That got translated to you in dialogue. It yeah, it's in dialogue. Over and yeah. then he's like, oh, he's transmuting into the mountain. What's happening? And, it did, and, and like, then I was like, what? Uh, uh, well, that's just like debris, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, it didn't, it didn't translate to my brain very well. And, so, and I mean, even, just the dialogue is telling you what's happening. And then, and then after that, like, this, I'll yeah, keep going. Yeah, he, he zaps the Fantastic Four. That's the part yeah. I was going to say. After that, then Other he zaps the Fantastic thing, Four. Yeah. I'm like, what just happened? Did yeah. they tell? I actually thought that they had been, somehow Val had done the te- and teleported them out. I actually thought that it was going to. Now I I didn't be, actually because I saw that to be continued. But I thought they teleported out. I didn't know what happened. And then he's just like, "Yep, you're going to be sentenced to death." And you're right. That last you know two pages is really the art kind of does the progression of what it's trying to show is a little off. And and like you said, you had to have Galactus. It's explained, and that was a shame, then yeah. seeing it into Mount Doom. Uh, but, Aaron, you go first. What would you give this? Sure. I mean, this art is so beautiful. I think I'm going to keep it around a 7.8 to an okay. 8, really. I mean, I, really? I, I did enjoy it. All the dialogue felt good. All the... Most mostly good. It's just those couple little things where I think they're just telegraphing the Victoria yeah. thing too much. Uh, we got too much of you know filler from last issue kind of tossed in here a little yeah. bit too. It, it just it just seemed a little like rushed pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, think like so he just too. needs to get it done. Which, and I, I which think was that exactly Brandon... with the problem with his last arc. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Tony it was. Stark. <laughs> yep. I, th- I think Brandon's right, and you're yeah. alluding to it as well, the idea that it has been delayed, and now you're just, you know, you're condensing things in, and uh, we're not getting the full drawn-out story. Not good at condensing things. He's no. Not, he's a and, full story kind of And that's writer. the thing. If if that is the case, and, and we don't know, and he may tell, you know, if he heard this, he might say, you know, awful things to us online and things <laughs> like that, because I heard he does that sort of thing, but... um if if he is doing that, you might as you, you have the delays. Just kind of go with it and write your your regular issue. Don't condense stuff because, yeah, like you said, he's us enough. yeah yeah. And uh, 
it, the thing is, it's one of those books where I, I want to love it. Now I'm giving it a seven, a straight up seven. I think Brandon will as well. But, uh, uh, the, the whole idea of this is we wait so long for each issue that when it shows up, I'm expecting so much from yeah. it because we've been waiting so long and we have been really into this the last bunch of issues. So this one was, you know, kind of like you said, it, it kind of fell flat like that first arc. And I don't want that to be the trend again. I want to really enjoy it. And I think, in my mind, you get those kids involved, I'll be a little bit more down with it. But I do love the art. I thought the art was really good. Except, again, that progression at the end was odd. But is that script or art and whatever? But what would you give it, Brandon? Yeah, I'm going to be at a flat six here. Oh, man. Yeah, I just didn't like the story much at all. I, I was really excited last issue for... You know, a good Doctor Doom story, and this issue really let me down, you know, with the exception of art. Uh, but it, I don't know, it just felt all thrown together, and Doom's like, well, now I'm doing this, and now I'm doing that. And, it and did now seem I'm at points this. like when <laughs> it's so, like, oh, right, that worked. I'm like, I don't know the progression of yeah, what just All you know I got what, was Johnny going Nova, and I'm like, all right, I'll go with yeah, it. What would really get me interested in this issue later on, though, is if they keep Galactus in that mountain for a yeah. good long period of time. Yeah, and make it worth it. Make, make it worth Not have him, like, next next issue yeah, just exactly. going. Oh, we just excavated him all the yeah. moment. He's fine yeah, now. Really. Well, even yeah. then, you're still, you're, like, making a, you know, a big change to the Marvel Universe and doing it in a kind of crappy and rushed way. It just loses yeah. its impact. You know? yeah, we'll True. see. We'll see, so. but that's it. Uh, obviously, my book of the night was Invaders. Uh, you guys, it's uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. I, wanted to, I keep wanting to call it Black Widow. It's always going to be on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm on the left side. That book's really stuck with us. I'm telling you, that Black Widow, it's haunting my dreams. I I just heard you guys talk about it the other day. I need to to read it still. Holy moly. And the the Soska sisters, Brandon even sent me a message. He's like, you know what? Those Soska sisters, pretty cool. Pretty cool gals. Yeah, Yeah, they were talking to us on Twitter a bit. Yeah, they were talking to Twitter about that that actually the no – no, no restraints, restraints play. No restraints play is actually a true story, actually, yeah. and that makes oh, it even worse. That yeah. makes it worse. What was that website again? That was no restraints <laughs> play. I, I forget. She, they yeah, said, no, she uh, said what it really real was. Yeah. In the tweet, yeah. but I forgot yeah. what it was. I meant to look it up and Google it. Was it was on. I, you don't want to Google that. No, yeah, no, you, no, you'll be on a story. list. Like I want to know the real story behind Go- all. Google that from your wife's phone. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to do that. You don't want to do that. No, I'm not going to the no restraints play website. You've already. Oh, you've we showed. all know how that rabbit hole works. Yeah, really. So, you've shown you your cards there, buddy. And you'll be there. Yeah, next thing it's like, why uh, Why does Brendan Fraser not have, you know, oh, I'll click on that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm on no restraints play. Right, it's always like, you won't believe who died this year. Oh, oh no restraints play. What happened? Yeah, yeah I always, I, I get the ones, and it always gets me. It's the, you know, here's why Catherine Heigl will never be in another movie. I don't, know, no. I don't see I'm the Catherine Heigl. Or, there. or see what the girl from Precious looks like now. Yeah, that one yeah, always yeah, gets me. Yeah, yeah. So you'll never believe it and i'm like eh, it's precious there she is uh, she, yes. she is precious but uh <laughs> yeah there you go but yeah that's the end of the podcast again i will uh spell out if you want to go talk to us and maybe in the soska sisters over at ws marvel comics that is our twitter we have the website where we're going to be doing reviews i probably will start doing some of mine tomorrow maybe one or yeah, two tonight I, I get in the flow once i start i do like two or three yeah. and then i then i get tired it's just um, sitting down to get started you know? yeah but that's uh weird science marvel comics.com and uh also the email weird science 
marvelcomics at gmail.com. I can get them all eventually. But yeah, we are pretty positive uh, this episode, so nobody can say that we are bad critics. There you go. Yeah. Except Brandon <laughs> went six. He was a six, so he's a bad critic. You're yeah. a bad critic, buddy. For yeah, one, but he's consistent. I'll wear that. Yeah, yeah. No, and, I, and I'll tell you, we go from this to, if you do listen to the DC podcast later on this weekend, yeah, there's not going to be any nine yeah. fives over there. So that's why I enjoy this. So, uh, But we will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening, and talk to you in a couple days.